There's a threat in the world today, a threat to our way of living, a threat to our society, and maybe even a threat to our very existence. And what is this threat? For the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. He is the one. I am. I am the ass. He is. And we are Black and White Sports. What? Bro, what are you talking about, man? I'm supposed to be a franchise player, and we in here talking about practice. How am I not found the best fight in the world? You tell me. Because you're retired? I mean, I want to see your face when you're asking this question, and the way you're going to ask it. Little man in the eye before you try to kill him or make up something. He went, he went through my soul. And I'm not surprised. What is happening, Facebook world? It is the official first night of Talk of Tuesday. Because that guy right there is the one. Hey! This guy right here is the ass. This is Black and White Sports, powered by First Financial Bank. 3535 East 96th Street in Indianapolis, Indiana. And also our brothers in Colleen, Texas. Gruntworks Custom Woods. The wonderful people that made this fabulous piece of artwork behind me. Gruntworks Custom Woods. Damon, it's Talk of Tuesday. Indeed it is. What is going on that was <laughs> oh, not a pause in the glitch of the matrix that was just me trying to you know get my slow mix on but hey everybody welcome back from your memorial day weekend hope everybody enjoyed your social distancing barbecues um i know i had a small gathering every here in my humble abode um i know you had some family difficulties so i'm sure you guys didn't really get together like you normally do no and uh we all know this was a uh, kind of a bad weekend anyway here in the state of indiana especially the city of indianapolis being memorial day weekend and that being um indianapolis 500 weekend you know so many things go on in the month of may that all accumulate to the end of the month and it didn't happen you know uh, we did get to go to qualifications. I didn't get to take the boy for his birthday to the track like we normally do. We didn't get to do black and white carb day like we normally do. You know what yeah. I mean? So it was a little rough. You know, I know you woke up ready to go to the race and there was no race. I woke up just like I normally do on this Sunday morning with a little bit of a, a cloudy. Hey. He had a little <laughs> So, yeah. But um, so that's pretty much that. And we hope that you guys enjoyed yours. We're glad you came in to join us. We got something special for you. I noticed last week we started our dailies or we tried to start our dailies. It's kind of poor timing on our part, you know, doing the holiday, you know, things getting ready for stuff like that. So we didn't quite get in like we normally. But tomorrow on tomorrow night show, we'll go down our rundown for our weekly dailies. So you guys can be knowing what's nightly going on. Dailies. Nightly daily. So you guys know what's going on. So see what I gotta put tonight, up with, people. <laughs> so tonight starts 
Talk O Tuesday. Talk so obviously O we, Tuesday. So everybody knows that Tuesday is Taco Tuesday. You know, LBJ and everybody in the world does tacos on Tuesday. So we wanted to do a little twist. So we jumped it in and made it Taco Tuesday. This is where we do um, our live interviews with different people who are affiliated with sports. It could be local people. If we can get national people, it would be great. But I think tonight we got a great debut guest for us. A lot of the local people know him from being Pacer fans, from when he's a player, and now a um, part of the broadcasting team. So I came um, to I'm support, excited. Damon. I came to support. I don't know about right. you with that Michigan <laughs> shit, but I came to support, damn it. <laughs> As he pulls the water out of left field. Limelade. Yeah. <laughs> what you say? All right. So, uh, so uh, with further ado, I mean, let's bring him in. Let's All get right. it going. Hold on. Hey, you I ready? think we got shots here. Yeah, got shot. Shot. Oh, got shot. I see. I ain't got shot. Here, I'll cheers you though. I'll cheers you with my son King, locally uh -huh. owned and operated here in Indianapolis, folks. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Black and White Sports, the one in the ass, proudly present our first official guest on Taco Tuesday. And it's your turn. <laughs> yay, yay, it's my turn, Taco Tuesday. <laughs> and our guest for today, um, yes, here we go, let's go. The one. The only Mr. Eddie Gill. He's connecting to the audio. He is connected. I see the check there mark. We go. What I is happening, him. sir? How are we doing tonight? All is well. How are you guys doing? Doing Wonderful. all right, buddy. How about yourself? Good. I'm uh, good, mate. Enjoying this uh this is good evening out here outside. Uh, I live in Indiana, and I know what this weather is like, so I take it when I can. Hey, I hear you. Well, I hear you. Agree there. I'm currently sitting out on the deck myself. There you go. There you go. Enjoy. Like I said, take it while we can. All righty. So, um, if the people are watching aren't familiar with you, um, this is Eddie Gill. He was a member of the Indiana Pacers for um, a. How long were you a Pacer, my guy? So I played two years and I just, uh, well, I guess we have a little um, interruption <laughs> of my fifth yeah, right. year of, of broadcasting. So um, hopefully that'll, uh, we'll be able to wrap wrap this season up in some way, shape, form, or fashion at some point. But uh, so, yeah, two years as a player and this is my fourth year doing TV with me. That is awesome. Was it, was it an easy transition from player to uh broadcasting did you go straight from player to broadcasting did you have a transition period in there no i, I had been uh um retired for i don't know a few years prior to the uh, them reaching out and asking if i'd be interested in uh taking this role on and um yeah to answer your question i initially it was not a very easy transition um uh, just by virtue of all the logistics you know two different monitors people talking in your ear while you're trying to complete a thought um, you know, so that stuff was, was definitely an adjustment, but, um, at the end of it, you know, I, I've, oh, I shouldn't say at the end of it, but now I feel like I've kind of adjusted a little bit better to it. And, um, you know, it was just talking basketball. So it's something I love to do. 
Awesome, Eddie, can awesome. you do me a favor, please? Sure. Can you teach the one how to multitask on the show? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, he said it sounded it like his so answer much. was, man, that's a hell of a task. <laughs> yeah. It definitely takes some work, and I can't say that I'm the best at it, so I, I don't know if I'm the one to be uh, passing off that advice. <laughs> Well, awesome. Well, I wanted to say to start off, I wanted to say um, congratulations to you on Kiara's graduation. That'll be your daughter, Kiara's graduation yep. from Carmel High School. Um, there I know he this is. is her. There he is. I thought he was like uh, a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. He's in the shadows <laughs> like I was last week. Yeah, no, so I wanted no. to make sure we said congratulations to uh, Kiara for completing, you know, the first major step, you know, in her growing into it, uh, uh, an adult young woman. Um, I enjoyed watching her play this year. I mean, she's a fun, fun young lady to watch. I think she's going to do great at the next level. You know, I mean, I know she's going to a small school, but, you know, every, every, every school has a spot for somebody. And I thought it was a good fit for her. She's a great leader. And I think that was one of her biggest intangibles on the team was her leadership. The girls followed her really well. And I, uh, I enjoy watching, you know what I mean? So mm -hmm. I want to send shout outs to you. And I think uh, she was a feature on Oprah's graduation that's special, right. wasn't she? Yeah, oh, that's, that's cool. Right. That's right. Yeah, she was on there. Uh, appreciate the, the 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 kind words about her and, and how she plays and how she carries herself. We, you know, we obviously are a little bit biased, but we're definitely proud of her. And, um, yeah, she was fortunate enough to, to be on that special um, that, that Oprah Winfrey put on and, you know, where they were kind of, basically acknowledging what, what the 2020 class is going through right now. And, and Kiara was one of the um, fortunate ones that was selected to represent uh, Indiana. And she had a little 30-second uh, or, excuse me, um, yeah, I think it was about 30 seconds. I'm not sure how long it was, but she had a little video that she had on there. And um, so, yeah, so we were all excited for her, obviously. Well, awesome. That is great to hear. Um, I know it kind of it, – it didn't really affect the girls too much with um, – the current situations with the COVID, I know it didn't affect the girls. They did get to finish their state tournament. Um, fortunately, we didn't, Carmel didn't finish where we wanted to, but I thought they had a very excellent year. Coach Trimpey is improving to be a pretty good coach. Um, but I think it really affected the boys. You know, um, with yeah. both of us having kids in the youth program, how do you think that affected uh, some of those young men? Yeah, I mean, I think that the impact on the entire 2020 class has been tremendous. Um, obviously, you mentioned the, the girls were able to wrap up basketball. Uh, Kiara was affected. She she's one of those who who plays a uh, a track, or excuse me, a, a spring sport, which and that being track for her. Um, so she missed her whole track season. You, you you mentioned the boys missing their their um, their postseason. I mean, it's just it's it's a time that they'll never forget. Um, you know, I, I do believe. Hopefully. Uh, there, there's some adversity, and I, and I always believe that you can come out of things stronger, you know, in adverse moments. Uh, this is one of those that they're going to face here, and hopefully they're able to um, use this right now um, to, to prepare them for some adverse moments down the line. Um, like I said, this is something that we've never seen in our lifetime, and, and hopefully we won't see anything else like it. Um, but it's definitely something that um, – Hopefully, at the end of the day, one of the, the greatest things I, I would hope that everybody in this in this whole thing, we have a greater appreciation for, for some of those things that we just uh, take for granted, you know, day in and day out, like, you know, going into the grocery store without a problem or, you know, going out to dinner or, you know, those types of things um, really 
take take those those moments um, and appreciate them a little bit more. And for kids playing sports, I mean, you, you never know when it's going to be called to an end for whatever reason. Just one hell of a way to do it that we did this year. But uh, it sounds yeah. like, you know, everybody's just trying to stay together, stay strong, and we're going to get through this, you know. Yeah, it's just another yep. – Another roadblock in life that we gotta that we gotta conquer, and it sounds like you know your daughter and your family's doing well through it. Yeah, yeah, laying down and folding the tent is not an option. So um, I think when we we approach things like that, we'll come out of them stronger. Sounds great. Um, so let's transition to a little bit of basketball talk. All right, so obviously you did Tuesday. <laughs> Love it. Obviously, you being in. Um, the the circle a little bit knowing a little bit more information maybe than what uh, us as you know uh part-time media and fans get you know because we normally a second-hand type deal but um what what are the things that you're hearing other than what's just like right out in the headlines about maybe a restart of the uh the the end of the 2020 season for the nba and maybe a format of what they might use. Yeah, I get that question a lot from friends and family. They're like, you're in the mix, you're on TV, you should know something, and I <laughs> I do not. Uh, I, I have uh, I have no intel to, to share. I mean, all the speculation that you see, uh, uh, quite honestly, is the same speculation that I'm hearing and seeing. So um, hopefully we'll, we'll be able to salvage the season, and, and that's my own personal opinion. I, I'd, I'd like to see them get something out of it and, and be able to crown somebody champion. Um, in whatever format that they see fit. Um, but in terms of like something I'm, that I'm hearing and think that, you know, what they're leaning towards doing, I, I honestly do not know. Um, so yeah, as uh, anticlimactic as an answer that is, um, <laughs> I, I, I wish I had some more juice for you. But, well, but, uh, that was a Damon but, but three point. <laughs> <laughs> well, here, here's, here's my proposal. This is what I was talking with with my brother. Uh, we yep. were chilling the other day. So there's my proposal. Okay. Now, I understand the fact that you got some teams, um, say Golden State, that aren't playoff eligible. You know, I don't think that we're going to get a full end of the season. Like, I think most teams had uh, under 20 games left. So I don't think right. we're going to get those, those games played. But I do think that we should have an opportunity for the, that seven, eight, and nine teams, both in the East and the West, to have an opportunity to make that a spot. So here's my idea. Oh, excuse me. So you got – Drum roll, please. Yeah. So the team that's in the seventh spot, you have already – you have the automatic bid. Like, you have a buy. So you have three-game series. So the seventh team – the team in the seventh spot has an automatic buy. So that means right. the eight and nine team play a two-game se- – or three-game series. Winner of that plays seven. Well, is that right? No, that's not right. It was eight, One nine, and play. ten. Sorry, sorry. It was eight, nine, and ten. So eight has to buy. So nine and ten play for uh, a three-game series. That winner plays for the A spot against the A seed in both East and West. That way, you have some type of play-in for those teams who were two, three games out, and then you enter into the playoffs. And I think you keep it a seven-game series. That way, you get basketball. Yeah, you got me sold. I mean, it don't take much to convince me to watch some basketball. So, you know, I, I'm going to just go ahead. I'm going to text you uh, Adam Silver's number 
You can shoot that plan to him. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm, I'm sure he's gonna put that in place. You know, I would. I wouldn't even want compensation. I just want to uh, go to the game. Just let me go to the games, and I'm good. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I'm, let me I'm ask you we're all real quick. basketball stars. Eddie, you said you mentioned you know you want to crown a champion like every other season and all that. So I'm with you wholeheartedly. My question to you is. Is the league going to feel the same way or the amount of the same respect to that quote-unquote champion of this year as it would any other year? Yeah, I've heard that. There's always uh, the whole, hey, whoever wins this year, there's going to be an asterisk put on it. My Not thing, like my the whole Astros, th- though. Not like yeah. the asterisks that the Astros yeah. have. Totally that's different. a good point. Yeah, that's completely different asterisk. Yeah, that's something different. <laughs> but uh, – <laughs> But 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 my thing is, if uh, unlike the Astros, it's funny you say that. Provided everybody's playing under the same rules and same guidelines, um, you know, it's just as difficult or quote unquote just as um, challenging for everybody playing under these circumstances with the two month layoff and coming back and playing a abbreviated playoff, whatever it may be. Everybody's playing under those same rules. There's nothing different for any one team. Uh, whoever comes out on top of that, that, that's a true champion to me. So basically, we're not going to treat it like we did uh, San Antonio's lockout championship. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that was, that was a, that's another tough one. But uh, like I <laughs> that's said, I, another I think, Taco I, I, Tuesday right there. <laughs> right. I, I think everybody's playing on the same uh, level ground right now, uh, trying to figure out a way to, to, to best navigate these waters. So um, who's ever able to come out on top, that's a, that's a real champion to me, and I'll and I respect it, me personally. I'm with you on that. We just got a couple questions that came in. Uh, first off, where does J.J. get his damn suits? <laughs> I, that's a great question I, I have no idea you know what I mean I I'm, no at, at yeah. first I was like because you know you see some guys with some suave ass suits you're like okay yeah. the wife got style but I'm getting right. to the point like this might be beyond the wife this might be all JJ <laughs> uh, I, I'm not really sure to be honest with you. I never even talked to him about it I, I, like, I, like his, I like his suits I'm, I'm, I'm with his suit game <laughs> yeah, it's just, I think you need a line. I think you need to go to live uh, somewhere just for men or something. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I'm not even right. sure. And then um, another question came in. So a couple years ago, we had Kobe's last game. Yeah. Um, obviously, you were there broadcasting that game. I was fortunately mm-hmm. there on uh, row two. There, <laughs> mm-hmm. real close. Uh, there you go. What was what was that atmosphere being around? Because uh, I know you get to be in a little bit more a different atmosphere around the players than we do. But what sure. was the atmosphere like in the arena? Because I know as a fan, that thing was, and a fan of Kobe, that thing was outstanding. What did that? How did they? When did you look go from broadcaster to um, fan? Honestly, me personally, I'm a I'm a fan every night in that building. So I, I love the game. So like, regardless, like I love college basketball. I love, I just love the game itself. So I'm a fan of the game first. Um, but obviously, when you have a when you reach a certain level of greatness uh, as a Kobe Bryant or uh, some of the other guys that are out there, there's probably you know on one hand you can call them out, but um, 
when, when you're able to witness that, me personally, I, I just appreciate it. Like you, you just know that, it, you know, there's a couple generational players out there and he's clearly one of them. Um, but yeah, there's definitely a different buzz when, when certain people walk in the building and knowing that it's going to be the last time you get a chance to see them. It's um, it, it's a different type of buzz, unlike any other, you know, even even a playoff game, it's a different type of buzz um, than, than that. So um, when you have a chance to see that greatness out there on the floor and, and, and what he was able to do throughout his entire career, um, you just sit back and appreciate it. Outstanding. Um, okay. Let's see. I got a, I got a good one for you. I got one that's going to cause a, might cause a little ruffle. Might cause Uh-oh. a little ruffle. All we right, don't so do that around you, here at all. Now you, now you know Espen has been throwing out this, uh, this starting five for all the NBA teams. So I'm sitting here, I'm mulling over these teams, and I come here to Indiana. Mm-hmm. And one name sticks out to me right now. And this name, last couple of years, had a little bitter taste in the city of Indianapolis. So does Paul George make that five starters for the Pacers? For, for what time period? For Indiana. About? Um, it's like an all-time, what, what, yeah. It's like an all-time oh, starting five. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I got you. Just all-time starting five. Yeah, I, I would, yeah. I would put, I would put them in there for sure. Yeah, we 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 didn't have a whole lot of top fifteen players in the league. I, I would say, uh, in the in the history of the organization, he's he was de- he's definitely been one the last probably three four years. Um, yeah, I mean. You, obviously, you, you don't like the way that the whole relationship ended. Um, well, you know, there's both sides have their own arguments, but uh, you just talk about what guys do on the court. He's he's a, a top five two way player in the NBA, and and I'd say an all round top five or top fifteen player in the league. I gotta laugh when you say that anybody says two way player. I I'm knew going it was coming. back to. When I grew up, what basketball was, there was no such thing as a two-way player because everybody played both ways. Yeah, I hear you. Oh, yeah, I that, hate that. that. Yeah, the game is the game has definitely changed now. The the um, the importance of scoring the basketball. First of all, that's that's more entertaining to the to the common fan is being able to score. So the rules change and different things have changed in the last ten years of the game, and, and certain guys are just like. You know, um, they're just down there on that end of the floor. They're not necessarily playing on that end of the floor, but they're down there. Um, <laughs> Shaq. You know what I'm saying? And and he and he definitely gets it done on on both ends. So um, I think there's still a handful of guys out there that are doing that. Um, that you know, some guys don't get enough credit as they should, but uh, he yeah he gets it done on both ends. Well, let me yeah, let me ela- help elaborate on that. Name your other four <laughs> of the starting five all-time Pacer players. Wow, that's that's a tough one um, for me to just. I can't stump the, that guy. I'm gonna try to stump you. Yeah, on, <laughs> on the spot. I mean, the easy one is Reggie, um, Jermaine O'Neal. Um, mm. Let me see here. You mm. uh, you don't like that? Are we putting? Are mm. we putting? Jermaine so you putting him Dale? over? You putting him over the Dales, Rick Smith? Yes. You know. I, no. He's, you can you can you can uh, you can play him at the four if you'd like. I throw I, I'd say if you want to say five, give me 
Shoot, give me Rick Smiths. Okay, so what? So let me. So what am I missing? I'm missing my point. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm missing my point guard now. So gotta be Mark Jackson. I can I can give you that. I give you Mark Jackson. Yeah. So Mark. So so Mark Jackson, Reggie Miller, Paul George, Jermaine O'Neal, Rick Smiths. That's a hell of a defensive squad too. Yeah. See, I'll, and, I'll and have that's, to. And that's without you know really giving it uh, 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 some serious uh, shot. Yeah, I, I'd have to I'd have to substitute two players. Let's hear it. I'd have to substitute Jermaine O'Neal, and I have to put in Antonio Davis. Putting Antonio in? I have to are put we, Antonio Davis. Are, are we trying to what 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 you what you trying to what you trying to accomplish with your starting five? You trying? And to, I mean, is it what, you trying to? You, you trying to win games or you trying to? What, well, what if you, I'm trying if I'm trying to win games, if I'm trying to win games. <laughs> If I'm trying to win games, I'm going small, and I'm putting Dallas Shrimp in my power forward. And I'm putting uh, Chuck okay. Connors, the rifle man, at my small forward. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Eddie, you do see the shit stain on the top of his hat, right? Yeah, that is, that is, that is absurd. Oh, man. <laughs> No, I gotta put Chuck Connors in there. I'll make. I can give. I can play with Jermaine O'Neal. I could probably give you that, but I gotta have Chuck Connors in there because he gave me my. He was the dude that started me out. He gave me my first uh, workout plan. I met him in Scandinavia, which was a workout place that was out thousands of years ago here in Indy. But he gave me my first weight room program and my first workout program. So I keep mm. Chuck anywhere close around. So I gotta give him that. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> he said, okay. y'all, y'all, gonna, y'all gonna take some mails. I don't know where you know. <laughs> hey man, Chuck Connors was the truth. <laughs> um, but uh, before we let you go, last thing now the 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 hot news over the last month has been the last dance. Yep, and there's been all kind of stuff going on with with you know with Mike and Zeke and the betrayal of Scotty. Um, what everybody knew about Dennis Rodman, it was just told again in another uh, celebrated way. Um, but I want, I'd like to know what was the keys that, that got you excited about it or that, what took, that you took that away from it? Um, man, I just loved the, the entire story. I was, a, uh, I was a high school kid during, during, that, during that time period when, when the Bulls had in their heyday. Um, and, and I was uh, the biggest Michael Jordan fan you can imagine uh, at the time. But being able to see this now, um, kind of behind the scenes, obviously, um, some of the interactions with Jerry Krause and Scottie Pippen and, and Jordan, um, you know, those, those things were, were something that was pretty interesting to see, obviously. Um, just to see the, the amount of turmoil that they were, there was a lot of turmoil, you know, inside it that you just didn't, uh, didn't know about and weren't, and weren't aware of. So um, that's that's always fun to see the kind of behind the scenes, what's going on in the locker room and all that kind of thing. So um, I, I just enjoyed it. I'm, I'm going to watch it again since I don't have basketball to watch. Uh, I'm going uh, to rewind it and, and run it all back. 
Sounds good. So did that did that change your perception of Mike in any way? Not at all. Not at all. So yeah, I, yeah. Um, no, yeah, not at all. There's uh, yeah, there's no nice guys finishing at the top. Um, so like if people are are upset because he was on his teammates or yeah, that didn't change my perception at all. Oh no, leaders lead, followers bend down. And there's different methods of, of leading. So you know, there's there's the way he did it, and there's you know, there's other more uh, subdued, calm ways to do it. I'm just, I'm sure nobody's arguing about uh, Tim Duncan's leadership, and and I don't think he approached it the same way. So um, there's different ways to lead. Great point. Great point. So I got I got a question real quick, Eddie. Yeah. Who was in your playing days, whether it be for the Pacers or against whoever or playing with whoever, who was the person that you played against that made you work the hardest in the league? Uh, shoot. I, I'm going to say Allen Iverson. Nice. I'm going to say Allen Iverson. You talk about a guy with a, a lime green light. So he can shoot the ball at any given time or do whatever he wants to do at any given time and supremely talented and supremely confident. When you have all those three factors, you create a monster. Um, so I would say by, by far it was him and he had a motor too. He never stopped. So follow well, I, up question, Damon. Hold on here. Yeah, follow yeah, up question. <laughs> Alan Iverson is one of my favorites of all time. So Absolutely. The question is always coming up is Steph Curry better than Allen Iverson? Yeah. Playing against him. Now, obviously, we know you didn't play against Steph, but you played against Allen. Mm-hmm. Do you think that Steph Curry is better than the answer? Um, I would say no. But if someone said, you know, there's, I think there's an argument on both sides of it. Um, but if you, if, just watching the two of them, I'd say they're pretty damn close. Okay. So, okay, I, real quick, give your give your uh, I guess re- argument on the Steph Curry side. Is it is it because he's a <laughs> quote unquote better shooter, but Iverson was a better scorer, or what do you think? Yeah, he's undoubtedly a better shooter, I would say, uh, than AI was. He, just by virtue of you know he walks in the building and he's and he's in his range. Um, but so I, th- I think that that's that's one of them. I think um, the way he handles the ball, he can get to wherever he wants. To, he can get wherever he wants on the floor. Um, not saying that AI could not. I think they're probably a, a draw there. Um, but just the way he shoots the ball and, and not a lot of guys are incredible shooters in, in catch and shoot situations. Or if you run a play for them, they come off a screen, they're open, they can shoot the basketball. Um, not only can he do that, but he can make an assortment of dribble moves and then shoot it from 40 feet and you think he's 10 feet from the basket. Um, so I think that, that's, that would be the biggest argument for Steph being being uh, the, the better player is just his ability to shoot the basketball. We, you know, there's not, I don't know how many guys um, ever have been ever been able to shoot the basketball the way he does specifically off the bounce. Um, probably, you know, James Harden right now does it. Um, you know, I don't. There's not very many guys that you can name that have ever shot the basketball the way he does off the bounce. Okay, I agree there. I just think they're two different type of players. 
You know, they want to compare them because yeah. they're both small guards. You know, mm-hmm. Iverson was a scorer. He was about uh, intimidation and pressure and coming at you at all times. Steph Curry is a, is, is a shooter that can score, but I think he's a better leader. I don't want to say Iverson's better. I don't want to say Curry, uh, Curry's better because they're two different positions. But their, their tenacity and their drive as little guards are, are both unmatched. So <laughs> I, I like it. It's hard to say. It, I mean, it comes with the Kobe, Mike, the LeBron, all that subject matter comes in the hand the same way. I don't think you can really put them head to head, but you can just – you know, revel in all of the the combined greatness of them both. But with the Iverson thing, I watch a lot of Iverson videos just to show Mac, you know what I mean, and how things were back in the day. But I can say I have never seen you in any of the crossover videos. So great defensive (laughs) job, my good man. You know, it's funny, it's funny, it's funny you say that because you clearly haven't been talking to my kids and haven't seen the one highlight. Um, that AI hit his first game winner against me. It wasn't on a, it wasn't a crossover. It was a little hesitation, pull up jump shot in Philly. Uh, he won the game at the buzzer and obviously the, the arena went crazy. And my kids, Eddie and Kiara continue to roast me every single time we see the highlight on ESPN. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Leave it to kids, man. Leave it to kids. They continue to roast me on that one. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so. Anyway, he, he's, uh, yeah, he's no doubt one of the greats. Awesome. Well, um, we here at Black and White Sports, the ass and myself, the one. We appreciate you coming on and hanging out with us. I know we had some other plans we had earlier in the year that got canceled due to the current situation that our country and our planet is in. Um, we have yeah. not canceled that barbershop show. We've just postponed it. So whenever we can get oh, back back in the, the way we can move about, uh, we'll get that going. So we appreciate you coming on and hanging out with us. Tell the fam, I said hi. Tell Kiara, we said happy birthday for, for tomorrow. All this yep. good stuff. We appreciate it, man. Hey, and let Chris and JJ and old Quinn Buckner know if they get, get bored sometime, hey, they can come on and hang out with us too. All good. All good. I appreciate you having me. And, uh, yeah, we can do it again anytime. Thank you, my good man. All right. Y'all be easy. All right. Stay safe. See you later, buddy. Take care. That was enjoyable. Yay. All right. See, we are big time. (coughs) Well, (laughs) we big time Indiana, baby. (laughs) There you have it for our first ever Talk Up Tuesday. That's right, folks. That's right. Check us out tomorrow for our one and only Wednesday night live show. I don't have one tonight. That's for the Wednesday nights. I can only do one shot a week, and I save it for Wednesday nights right about 8.30ish. Well, the wife and I are going to take ours. Well, you guys have one. You know why? Oh, oh, Bella's having one down there with the rabbit outside the door. (laughs) So, folks, again, we appreciate you guys coming out and hanging out with us for a little bit of your time every evening. Check us out, 730 Live. 
Monday through Thursday, possibly Friday shows here and there. You'll never know. We might just pop up in your notification feed. All you got to do is click that follow button and hit the notifications so you get pinged every time we come live. Oh, it's hot. Hey, you know what? We're done here, but our brother over at CWTV, Checkers and Records, Tommy Ra Tommy Boy, a.k.a. Tom Rackers, is live right now in CWTV broadcast. Check him out right now, Checkers and Records. He is the one. He's turning right. Oh, he's turning right. You can't turn right on an oval. Don't turn right on an oval. I'm on the dirt track, F1, baby. Wow. Dirt track F1. <laughs> Black and white sports, Brad Doherty, people. Yeah. He's the one. I am. I'm the ass. He is. Oh, you went the wrong way. This has been Black but and that's White that's why sports. you're on my screen. Talk <laughs> Tuesday. We'll see you tomorrow, 7.30 live Eastern Standard Time, right back here on the Facebook page for Wednesday Night Live. Damon. What do we do as always? Dark as shame, darling, dark as shame. Thank you for all the joy and pain. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> yeah, we keep it sporty here in Indy. A holla. Peace. Deuces. I don't get it, Damon. You're going to have to tell people tomorrow night. This is not deuces. Two, two, deuces.